Welcome to episode 3. Today we're going to be previewing Imola. Formula 1's second race heads back to Italy, uh, the first of two races in Italy this season, and to the famous Imola circuit. This should be a really fun circuit, there should be a lot of flat out speed, and after the last race in Bahrain, we are in for a treat, because there should be a bit of drama at the top. Last week's, or not last week's, it's been a few weeks now, uh, but the last race in Bahrain had plenty of drama, especially with the top two. It was the heavyweight fight that we were looking for between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. It was a phenomenal matchup. There was a lot of strategy involved with the pits. Uh, Both racers showed what they're capable of, and in the end of the day, we saw why Lewis Lewis Hamilton is a seven-time champion, why he's so amazing, because the amount of defending he was able to do was ridiculous. Um, you know, the fact that he was able to race the way he did and hold off Max the way he did um, shows why he's the best in the business. Uh, but we'll get to all that in a second. First, let's kind of go over Imola. It is in Italy. It's not the primary tack, uh, track that's been in Italy the last few years. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's Monza. But this is a famous track. Um, unfortunately, it does have a little bit of sad history. Racing legend Ayrton Senna died there in, back in 1994. Uh, one of the most tragic moments in motorsports history. It also ushered in very new safety measures uh, because of that crash. Uh, there was a pretty horrible weekend. Him and another driver died, um, and you know they they ushered in all these safety measures because of that race. Uh, we actually have a new safety standards in Formula One, which is why, by and large, F1 drivers are a lot safer uh, today and than they used to be in years past. Uh, Imola is a very fast circuit. Uh, they came back to the, the uh, Formula One schedule last year because of COVID, because they were trying to fill in races, and it was available. It was very popular with the drivers because of the speed and the thrill of driving it. And so we should see some pretty good racing uh, this uh, this weekend. Um, you know, we have practice on Friday, uh, and then we have qualifying Saturday, and then, of course, the race on Sunday. should be a really, really amazing race for everyone. Uh, Imola is uh, counterclockwise or anti-clockwise if you're not in America, uh, but uh, you know it, it should be a lot of fun for us American fans. Uh, it, it should be a little bit similar <laughs> to say, oh, they're going counterclockwise, which is standard here. Uh, so we're going to go jump right in. Uh, we're going to go back to how we do things. Uh, we're going to go by teams and drivers, start at the bottom and work our way to the top. Uh, we think that's fair just because, you know, obviously you want to cover everyone. Um, and we're going to start with the Haas team. You know, Haas uh, had uh, an interesting weekend, you know, um, in Bahrain. Um, you know, they had one positive, which is their rookie driver, Mick Schumacher, finished the race. <laughs> uh, he, Out of all the racers who finished the race, he came in last, but, you know, he had one spin out. But managed to do just fine. I think they were pretty happy. You know, the car's not going to be very good this year. He's a rookie. Uh, but he managed to finish the race. Uh, looking into the next race in Imola, we're expecting him to do much of the same. Just kind of learn the car, learn learn the ropes, learn how to handle the car, and hopefully they get a similar result. We're not expecting them to, to you know, honestly finish better than last, but we'll see how they do. The big concern is their other driver, Nikita Mazepin. Now, you know, it was his first race as well. He is a rookie. Um, now, a lot of people clowned him on, on the internet for spinning out. Uh, we put it in the title of our last show that he was Maz's spin. 
Um, and unfortunately, it's kind of, you know, people are writing this whole uh, falsehood that this was like the worst debut in, in, in F1 history. Now, to, to Nikita's, uh, you know, defense, you know, it wasn't the worst. Um, other drivers who've had glorious careers have had terrible debuts. Uh, that being said, uh, his debut was, it was rough. Um, it looked like he didn't know how to handle the car all weekend. It looked like he was doing too much. He didn't understand the power. You know, it's a big step up from F2 to F1. F2 is where he raced last year. Um, and so it looked like he was, you know, I mean, really what it came down to, Martin Brundle called it correctly during the race. He just hit the throttle and just lost control of the car. And it was his own, uh, it was a mistake of his, uh, of his own doing. Um, you know, there, there was really nothing more to say about that. So, you know, I think he was pretty disappointed. He seemed pretty mad at himself. And we'll, we'll see if he's able to recover. Uh, moving on to Williams. Williams, um, you know, they did, they're did they not in last place. So, you know, the, the once glorious Williams team uh, based out of England uh, has fallen on hard times. They are uh, on a comeback trail, or, or so they say. They're on a comeback trail. But, you know, going into week number two, um, they're, they're not on, in last place. Um, and they have a lot of positives going for them. Uh, Nicholas Satifi, he did retire last race. He did have some issues you know, he, you know, we're not expecting much out of Nicholas, to be honest with you. Hopefully he's able to come through and have some positive results. Uh, the big one was George Russell. Uh, you know, George managed to do really, really well in the last race. He managed to, um, you know, hold his own. Again, the car itself um, is not as great as you would think, um, but it's definitely an improvement from the previous years. So, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, you have to look at George as saying, like, you know, this is him looking at the looking at how he's going to look for next year. There's already rumors going around where he's going to end up, you know, after last season where he got to sit in with Mercedes. There's a lot of talk. Zach Brown from McLaren is kind of throwing fuel to the fire, saying that, you know, George Russell and Max Verstappen are going to end up at Mercedes. But who knows if that's going to happen. But... Uh, when you look at it from the standpoint of, you know, George, his year this year is, to, or his goal this year is to just keep doing what he's doing, show that he's the best driver at Williams, you know, compete and just try to score points or just try to get somewhere. Uh, you know, he finished 14th. Uh, he finished ahead of a couple of people that were a bit surprising, you know, it's a little bit of bad luck for some of those people, but he managed to do just fine. Uh, so we'll see how Williams does. I mean, I think they're expecting to do better than Haas. Uh, but they're also looking to catch uh, some of the other backmarker teams. Um, now, next up is um, a bit of a surprise, the Alpine Renault team. So Alp Alpine, I'm sorry, Alpine. I, I need to stop pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> Alpine, uh, the French team, uh, had a terrible go at things in Bahrain. Uh, they're looking to jump back into the thick of things. They should be high in the midfield. They should be challenging McLaren. They should be challenging Ferrari. Uh, there's a lot of positives that are going, you know, surrounding that team, not just with the rebrand to Alpine and not just with the new colors and not with just Fernando Alonso, but uh, with performance. They should be doing a lot better. Um, and the last race, unfortunately, they, they, they didn't. Now, you know, that's really not their fault. It looked like there was a bit of bad luck. Uh, Esteban Ocon uh, was racing a, a decent race, you know, not, nothing too crazy. Uh, but then he had a really, really bad accident that wasn't his fault. Sebastian Vettel uh, clipped into him. Uh, we'll get to Sebastian in a little bit, but it, it, it's a little bit frustrating when, you know, you're Esteban and you get clipped out like that. It costs you sp spots, you know, it, and throws you off base and everything. Uh, he should have finished a lot higher. He should have done a little bit better. Again, not his fault. 
Fernando Alonso, the, the two-time world champion, coming back this year, um, you know, looked to be doing really good. I mean, there was a, a brilliant moment there where he was racing alongside Sebastian Vettel and, and Carlos Sainz and looked to be having fun, looked to be, you know, doing a really good job. And then um, he had to retire because of his brakes overheating. It turns out that a sandwich wrapper, of all things, ended up in his car and caused it overheating. Uh, he's looking to bounce back in a big way. So both both uh, Fernando and Esteban are looking to bounce back. Alpine is looking to bounce back. There's no way they should be that low. Um, and quite frankly, with the midfield being as competitive as it is, they are at a bit of a disadvantage because they didn't get the points that they wanted in the first race. So they're going to have to come uh, fighting back. I think they will. I think they'll have a really, really good result. Look for uh, Fernando especially to, uh, to really capitalize on the speed at Imola. Uh, I think he's pretty excited to be racing there and to get back to it. Now, right above them is Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo, um, you know, they didn't have a bad race last time, and they're looking to capitalize on it again. Now, you know, with with their race, um, you know, they finished just outside the points. So 11 and 12, 1 and 2 in that regard. Uh, but it wasn't bad. You know, they, both both drivers had, you know, flashes of... Brilliance. Kimi looked like he was doing good. Antonio looks like he's doing really, really well as well. Um, both of them look to be doing, um, you know, just kind of capitalizing on the fact that Alpha seems to have a really good car. It's Again, it's not going to be winning or ending, ending up on the podium, but they seem to be challenging a lot better than they were. Uh, at the beginning of the season, we were thinking maybe they'd be fighting off Williams and Haas at the bottom, but now it looks like they're going to creep up and take on Aston Martin and, and uh, Alpine potentially. Uh, but we'll see what happens with them. Um, both Kimi and Antonio have a lot of work cut out for them. They're going to have to get really good qualifying times. You know, um, they're going to have to fight their way out of Q3 in qualifying. They're going to have to get into good spots. Uh, Antonio, especially, he has these great, amazing first laps, but he always ends up starting off really far behind because of qualifying. So if he could get in a good spot, you know, for him, the challenge is going to be, well, for both of them, really, Kimi as well, you know, to qualify well and then be able to pass people uh, on the first lap and build up those spots instead of doing, you know, hey, let's get out there, wait for people to pit and try to make up time in that regard. Um, I would be I would be confident if I was both of them that they would end up in the points, uh, maybe ninth and 10th, uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, they, there's a lot going on for them. Um, you know, a lot of positivity with that team, uh, and hopefully they'll be able to do a bit better. Now, um, the big disappointment from last week and going into this week, the, the team that has a lot of work to do, Aston Martin. You know, they had a, a tough time in, in, in testing. Uh, they went into Bahrain and things just didn't seem right. Uh, Sebastian Vettel had a bad qualifying uh, to start off the race. You know, he had a penalty uh, because, you know, there was there was a wreck and then he went through yellows and he ended up at the back of the field. Um, you know, and we saw two things that really... Um, that just didn't work really well. Number one was Lance Stroll, their their uh, first driver. Uh, you know he finished tenth. That's not anywhere near where he should be. That car is supposed to be a lot better. Um, the, you know, Merce, Aston Martin already came out and saying, you know, I think the new regulations affected them more adversely than the other teams. You know, it's kind of making excuses already. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. But Lance, you know, he didn't have a terrible race. Didn't have a great race. Uh, looking into Imola, he has a lot of work to do. You know, he's he's has to put the weight of the team on his shoulders, and he's got to go out there and get it. Uh, his teammate Sebastian Vettel, the four-time champion 
Um, you know, he had a terrible race. He finished last. He was getting up there and racing, and then he started making a few mistakes. He had a very bad mistake uh, where he took out Esteban Ocon um, and then blamed Esteban for it when everyone in the whole world could see that clearly Sebastian made the mistake. It's, it's a bit of bad form there. Um, but we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, Sebastian has a lot of work to do. Um, you know, he finished 15th in the race. was not a good result. Um, you know, Lance finishing 10th, they got one point for the team, which kind of keeps them, you know, somewhat up there, you know. But that could easily could have been, you know, they could end up with zero points and end up like Alpine. So the good news for them is Alpine had a terrible weekend, too, and are below them, uh, who's going to be one of their chief rivals. The bad news is that the team's at the top, did not have a bad weekend. So Aston Martin, if they really are going to be comp- competitive this year, they really need to step up their game, and that needs to start at Imola. Now moving on, uh, we're going to go to one of the bigger surprises, uh, I guess surprises, which was you know Alpha Tower. Now you know they have a lot going for them right now. The, the negative was Pierre Gasly had a terrible race. He clipped in uh, Janet Ricardo, and he had trouble all. Race long, he finished ter- in a really bad spot. I think it was seventeenth. Uh, he did not finish. He had to retire because he was having car trouble. Um, so about three laps left in the race, he had to get out. Nothing bad on him. You know, it was it was a simple simple crash. He fought in the best he could uh, to get back in there, but he should be fine uh, coming back into this race. As long as he runs a clean race, he'll be fine. On the positive side, their super sensation, super rookie Yuki Sonoda dominated i mean this this kid looked amazing he had a terrible first lap uh but uh he came back and you know he he ended up ninth i mean some of the passes he made looked insanely amazing um you know we're expecting big things from him he is an aggressive driver uh both him and and pierre are aggressive drivers actually i should take that and uh kind of they're both phenomenal drivers there's you know with alpha towery People are looking them be at the bottom of the midfield, maybe fighting off Alfa Romeo, um, you know, uh, and hopefully, you know, moving up. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, they have a tremendous amount of pace. They looked really good. You know, if Pierre didn't have his accident at the beginning of the race and Yuki didn't have that bad first lap, uh, you know, and he's a rookie, it was his first race. But if both of them didn't have that, they could be up even higher. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with uh, Alpha Tauri. I'm expecting big things from them. Uh, I'm really excited to see Yuki. Uh, Make some pretty amazing passes uh, at the Imola circuit. Now, moving up to our top four, uh, Ferrari. Uh, now, this is a big race for them. You know, it's not their home race per se, but it is in Imola. It is in Italy. Uh, you know, they got a lot going for them. The circuit is is named after their founder, uh, Enzo Ferrari. The the, the uh, full name: Autodromo Internazionale Enzo Di Dino Ferrari. Please don't get mad at me for butchering Italian, but um, you know, um, you know, they have a lot going for them. Um, I don't know how many fans are going to be at at the race. Uh, hopefully, there's quite a few. Uh, but Italian fans are very very passionate. They are going to want to see Ferrari compete, and Ferrari already is showing. That they can compete. I think that they're showing that they've done a really, really good job of fixing things from last year. Uh, I think they've gone really, really well as far as um, you know fixing a lot of things. New driver this year with Carlos Sainz. Uh, they did really well. Uh, when you look at the race, Carlos was in eighth uh, spot. You know, not bad. Um, you know, he's he's got a little bit of work to do. Um, I think he's he will be fine. Charles uh, did really, really well as well. He finished sixth. 
again, compared to where they were last year and what people's expectations were, they're bad. But you look to have a little bit of motivation. Going into Imola, they're going to be in Italy. They're going to want to be on the podium. Uh, they are going to want to be uh, in front of the Tifosi, the Italian fans, uh, you know, and make a podium. Are they going to win? No, they're not going to win the race. Um, they don't have the, the pace that the other teams do. But uh, there's really, really no reason why they can't do, um, a, you know, a really great job and, uh, you know, prove everyone uh, that they're prove to everyone that they're back. Now, and the number three spot, McLaren. McLaren had a great, great race. Um, and now unless you talk to certain people who say it could have been better. Could it have been better? Yes. Uh, Deandre Ricardo finished seventh. He had a good race, but he's also saying, you know, he didn't have the best race. And it's kind of true. He was kind of out there trying to do his best. It didn't look like he had as much power or it was in tune with the car. Uh, but he, he raced really, really well. And it looks like, you know, once he gets locked in, it was his first race for McLaren, too. To finish seventh in his first race is pretty good. Um, but to get back out there and uh, see what he does this week should be should be pretty exciting. I'm excited to see what he does. I Like I said, I, I predicted he was going to finish uh, in the top three in the championship. I still think that. I still he's, I think he's got the, the pace to do it and the talent to do it and the car to do it. So we'll see if he's able to do that. His teammate, on the other hand, uh, Lando, um, who I'm not predicting to do well, is probably going to do much better <laughs> uh, just because he looks phenomenal. He is a man on a mission. Uh, coming into Imola, he, uh, he is going to dominate on this track. I'm expecting big things from him. I would not be shocked if he ends up on the podium. Um, you know, I, I think that he's got a lot of momentum going his way, not just at McLaren, but in Formula One in general. And there's really, really no re reason why he can't have uh, a, a great race. Uh, I'm expecting big things from them. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, but I, I would expect potentially, uh, you know, to, to end up uh, as, you know, well, they're definitely going to end up on the podium. I think there's, they're definitely going to challenge for a podium. But uh, potentially there's a chance that one of them could end up winning the race too. We'll see what happens. Uh, now moving on to the top two. Now this year we are expecting big things from Red Bull. Um, and they showed that they are here to play. You know, powered by the Honda engines, at least for this year. Uh, they came back and they showed they have a tremendous amount of speed. Now people have been going back saying, why is that? What changed? I guess there's a regulation. Again, I don't know much about regulations and technical stuff and everything, but essentially it has to do with the rake. The rake is essentially, when you look at the cars, the Mercedes, the Mercedes is pretty flat to the ground. The Red Bull's back end sticks up a little bit higher, uh, and the regulations favor the cars whose back end sticks up a little bit higher. Why can't Mercedes fix that? Because they would have to change their whole car. They can't change their whole car. So it puts Red Bull at an advantage for this year, especially on circuits where there's going to be flat-out racing a.k.a. Imola. So there's a very good chance that Red Bull is going to win this race. There's a very, very, very good chance that both, uh, you know, Max and Sergio are going to end up on a podium, uh, potentially one and two. Um, there's really no reason why uh, both of them can't do this. Now, last week, or not last week, I keep saying last week, it's been a couple weeks now, but last race, uh, Sergio, um, you know, ended up finishing fifth. Now you can say, oh, I finished fifth, that's great, but considering where he started, at the, you know, he had a terrible qualifying session, and then when he was heading into the formation lap, his car stalled out, lost power, he had to start from the pit lane, you know, so he didn't even start last, he started worse than last, uh, you know, in my opinion, and then he ended up finding his way back in. That car that he drove, you know, it's not just the car, it's, it's him too, but the car had a tremendous amount of pace, he was, he, he was just picking people off left and right, passing them left and right, uh, if he had started and qualified in a, in a really good spot, 
yeah, he would end up on the podium. There's no doubt about it. Um, his teammate Max Verstappen, you know, this is his year. You know, uh, I mean, right now, you know, we were expecting him to take it to Lewis at some point in the last couple of years. He's taken it to Lewis this year. Um, you know, there's a very good chance he's going to be standing on the top step of that, at that podium. The Dutch fans are going to go crazy. He is going to win the race. That's my prediction that he's going to win the race. I don't think there's a really reason why. You know, and now going moving on to Mercedes. Mercedes, you know, Lewis Hamilton showed why he's the, the best in the business with the brilliant defending he did in the last race. Um, but I just don't think Mercedes has the pace on straights. Imola has some pretty crazy straights. Uh, I just don't think that this race, they're really going to bring anything that's going to show that they could compete with the Red Bull. I mean, it's really going to come down to them trying to get the best qualifying laps if they can, or to qualify, you know, break up uh, a potential lockout of 1-2 for a Red Bull. Uh, that's number one. Number two, they're going to have to do a lot of good pit strategy, and they're going to have a little bit of luck. And, of course, they're going to have to rely on the, the experience of both Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas. Bottas finished number three, you know, um, you know, he, as we all well know, he, he's determined to be a champion, to be his 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 teammate uh, Lewis, which that's easier said than done. We will see if he's able to do that. But his work is cut out for him because not only does he have to compete with Lewis now, but now he's got Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez and Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo uh, now all uh, gunning for him. So it's going to be hard for him to get on the podium spot. Uh, he does have the great car and he's got a lot of talent. Uh, but he's he's got a lot of competition too. Lewis, on the other hand, you know, he, I don't think he's going to win. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm not going to hide the fact that I'm a big fan of Lewis, uh, but I just don't think he's going to win just because the simple fact of the matter is, you know, I'm really concerned that the Mercedes car is not as good as it was last year. The W11 was a beast, but when you look at the new regulations, they clearly favor Red Bull. Now, that doesn't mean that, like, there's, like, favoritism. It just means that the new regulations favors their certain type of car the way it is. And that's going to help them on this particular race. Races down the line where there's more cornering, where there's more turns, yeah, Mercedes is going to have an advantage. But with this race, I just don't see it. Uh, making my predictions, I think it's going to be Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Lewis Hamilton, uh, potentially Lando Norris making it onto the podium uh, as well. You know, but those are my top three with the wild card being Lando Norris. Uh, that's my prediction for this weekend. Uh, let us know yours. Send an email to me, california1podcast at gmail.com. Uh, for all the subscribers around there around the world, thank you so much. Uh, we've got a lot of people around the world listening in, so thank you all. I, I, I hopefully will be able to expand even more. Tell your friends. Tell everyone about it. We're on Instagram. California1 uh, is the is a username. We're on Twitter, too, although I'm not using it that much. Uh, but we are looking to expand quite a bit. So the next time I'll be talking to you will be next week um on sunday after the race it should be a good time uh you know this race i'm pretty excited about it uh you know send us an email you know let us know what you think uh but more importantly uh subscribe let everyone know that you're subscribing tell them to subscribe so we can get out there more and more look forward to talking to you guys again have a great week and happy racing